0: Hey, good morning. It is Thursday, December 16th. A very happy, we love Wendy Rieger day to you, Kelly Collis.
1: Oh, I can't wait to share some of the memorable quotes. But before we get into that, I just want to give you a heads up. I have already watched the Sex and the City reboot that came out at midnight last night because I had a little bit of insomnia. No one dies.
0: Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. That's a good heads up and a good Positive spoiler. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, they, they already got rid of Mr. Big and there's only three left. So it could have really become like a survivor situation real fast. Well, there's more that than
1: up. that, Tommy. It's clear that you don't watch it. <laughs>
2: no,
0: that is very true.
2: Live DC.
1: Broadcasting
2: around the Beltway and beyond. It's Tommy and Kelly made in DC on the
0: real fun DC channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. So uh, the we love Wendy Rieger Day. Thanks for dealing with us on this because we talk about the you know basically fake days of the year that are every day anyway. So put it on your calendar, December sixteenth, and by that I mean Kelly, can you put it on your calendar because I'll forget to do it. Uh, December sixteenth is We Love Wendy Rieger Day, celebrating National Treasure News Broadcaster and just force of freaking nature Wendy Rieger who is retiring tomorrow. Uh, we're gonna go through and. Kind of do like a countdown of like our favorite Wendy Rieger moments because she's been a guest on our show over the years, somewhere between three and 78 times. And we're not even sure. We've lost track in the archives.
1: Yeah, she's certainly been a friend of the show, Uh, you know, back in the day before the pandemic, she would come in studio with us and you might know her from seeing her on TV and being like an amazing award winning broadcaster. Mm -hmm. But when she comes to sit down with us, we get to know sort of the more personal side of Wendy. Yeah. And um, we have interviews from before she had open heart surgery, before she had her uh, battle with a brain, very serious brain tumor that she's currently dealing with right now, like a true champion um and we hear about her love life her her you know her house and, and Rappahannock I mean she just she, I don't know what it is about you and I she just comes and just shares it all
0: I think she just does that with anybody I don't know if we're that special she's just not scripted there's not a teleprompter when she comes and hangs out with us so that's true she just lets it rip and actually over our countdown of Wendy Rieger moments we're going to get to in a few minutes Um, You go from her being single, slow dancing with a stranger to considering having a boyfriend to having a boyfriend to getting married and all of the things in between. Um, plus there's like some like gynecologist advice and there's some drinking (laughs) advice and also how to deal with a clerk of courts in Rappahannock County. It has
1: everything. (laughs) She, I really, really want to sort of, um, have her as my fairy godmother. I just, (laughs) she's just just incredible. She just has so much advice. She's seen so much. She's smart. She's beautiful. She's witty. She's talented. She's just got everything going for her.
0: Totally. It's going to be a crater sized hole in the DC uh, media landscape with Wendy Rieger not on TV every day, but she's off to retirement. And um, one thing that she did make very clear when she announced it on NBC4 is that it's not because of her brain tumor that she's currently battling through. She had, you know, her contract is up. She had planned to retire anyway. And so she's off to go uh, chase life, which is something else we'll talk about in our like, Wooka Wooka Wendy Rieger Countdown coming up soon. But Kelly, I want to get to the sad news that you're like all bummed about because a piece of your childhood was ripped off a building.
1: Uh, Yeah, we we knew this was coming or at least a a bunch of us that go to Rehoboth Beach a lot. um, The Dolly sign, which is like that iconic bright orange neon orange sign that overlooks the boardwalk in Rehoboth Avenue, came down yesterday. And um, I was watching it kind of. Well, I followed the mayor of uh, Rehoboth on Instagram, um, yeah, so no I way. knew. Of course you I, do. Of course I do, right? Um, and a bunch of other Rehoboth um, locals, and so I knew it was coming. So what? Basically, what had happened last year? The lease had been up. Dolly's, which is basically a candy company, they had moved into sort of a smaller space still in Rehoboth. You can see actually if you stop right there, Tommy, you can see their new location, which is just a couple doors down, um, which is just smaller, a little bit more affordable. And they so didn't the, move
0: the sign just next well,
1: no, door. Well, no, they they did. Well, they can't because that it's just it's it's complicated with landlord and all this other stuff. Here, but here's the, I I have some good news around it. Yes. So the sign has been up since the '60s after Rehoboth went through a major storm and major renovation on the boardwalk. So it's sort of a sign of like growth and sort of the explosion of um, Rehoboth to what it is today. Um, but it is going to be moved to the Rehoboth Museum, which is sort of about the other end of Rehoboth Avenue as you come into the town. They're working now because they have to get special permitting because it's such a giant sign to go up above the Rehoboth Museum, um, which uh, all signs are pointing to. Ha ha ha. Um, All signs Ah. are pointing to that they will um, allow that to be part of that. So it will be sort of a more welcoming sign as you come into the town of Rehoboth. Oh, that's cool um but the, yeah the, the city council the town council i should say needs to pass it but yeah it finally came down i have so many photos and moments kids in front of that when they were little me in front of it when i was a teenager i mean it's just a lot of memories um to, to see that going down even if you haven't really visit for but that's sort of like you know everyone knows the dolly sign
0: yeah what's going in there please tell me it's not like a bank of america or something stupid
1: Um, well, uh, no, it does have a new landlord. So it's, it's not really clear. There is, there's a lot of talk, but the, the, the family that owns, uh, the grotto pizza chain, uh, bought that property. Oh, good. Okay. And so they own a bunch of, well, there's already like a couple grottos. I think there's at least three that are already on the boardwalk. There's actually one, like two doors down from there. <laughs> um, so, but they actually own a lot of land in Rehoboth because they're just sort of one of the original families um, as Rehoboth was growing. So they do lease it out. So I, I don't know what's going there. I don't, I hope it's not a Bank of America, um, but I will keep you posted.
0: That's that, you know, I'm sad about that. And i have never, I don't think I've ever even had been into dollies. I think I've had dollies that you brought back.
1: Yes, I, I would used to bring back taffy. From from Dolly's, so, um, yeah, it's kind of sad. But you know, sometimes things have to change.
0: Mm-hmm. And thanks to Capital Gazette for those great photos.
1: Cape Gazette, Tommy, Cape, you keep been saying Capital am like it's Cape.
0: <laughs> oh, whoops! Well, I credited Capital Gazette, <laughs> so sorry about that. Way to go, Cape Gazette yeah it made a lot of sense that the uh annapolis paper wouldn't have sent a photographer out there to get those great photos but... <laughs>
1: well maybe they did i don't know but this it is the cape gazette the cape gazette cape, cape henlopen is part of that area there so that's where it comes from well
0: sorry about that cape gazette i apologize <laughs> we regret the error
1: they'll survive
0: <laughs> i i hope so i hope so well i mean i am not even sure you can trust my reporting then kelly is it true that it's not bs that bts was in the dc area
1: yeah i don't really know much about this band except that you know they're just huge and they just recently broke up but apparently one of the members of the band this was last week was in dc and whenever he travels he's known for going to museums hmm. so he went to our museums he went to the uh, national gallery of art He posted a bunch of photos on his Instagram, and then he went to the Glenstone Museum out in Potomac. Cool. Yeah. And he posted photos from that. But here's the thing. like, You can't buy this PR, and I know museums are really struggling right now, and especially now as we're going through, I don't know, another wave of whatever, um, to get that type of PR. He has 22 million followers on Instagram all around the world. So I think it's really cool that he goes into every town that he goes into. He tries to go to a museum and he posts photos on his Instagram. So way to support.
0: Yeah, totally. And it's hard enough to get tickets to Glenstone Museum now. I can't even imagine how it's going to go after that.
1: Well, and if you think you have tourists that come into D.C. from all over the world now might add that, you know, because it's not right on the mall, might add that to uh, a visit. So I, I think it's great. I think it's awesome.
0: Also, Jonathan's um, asking a question. Uh, wait, did BTS break up? When did that happen?
1: Uh, well, see, that was not on my list of things to talk about. But yeah, I, I heard that not they're breaking up. I heard they're taking like a major break. BTS breakup. Mm. Now I've got to look it up real quick. It was kind of like, a, like a Cape ago. Gazette
0: versus the Capital Gazette
1: situation, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared to talk about their breakup. Um, uh, is that um, Okay, I don't know. I'm not seeing. It. I think they're on a break, rather a breakup. Ah, someone wrote
0: someone else a letter, eighteen pages front and back.
1: Every time, na, 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 na. I don't know. I'll have to get back to you on that one.
0: BTS is not breaking up, according to theblast.com. No,
1: they're taking—they're going on a, an extended period of rest. Those are a direct quote. Ah, someone's going to rehab. No, that was announced on December 6th.
0: Okay. Yes, according to Pop Sugar, I—I I can double source it, Kelly. Okay. You know the. Uh, Website of record for all things. BTS is pop sugar. <laughs> and they say, don't freak out. That's the headline. But BTS okay. is taking a break to get re-inspired and recharged with creative energy. Great.
1: Well, maybe the the BTS member in DC got some inspiration from our fair city.
0: I hope that maybe they shoot a music video there someday.
1: Wouldn't that be something? Mm-hmm.
0: The Glenstone Manor is insane. It's this like... Yeah like acres and acres and acres in Potomac that a B billionaire has that he like and his family live on, but also they have just art sculptures and it's art and nature. And as you walk through, like, is that art or is that nature? I'm really not sure. It's wild.
1: And they serve wine. That's always the point that I just, (laughs) you can enjoy the art with wine
0: and also wine. Um, (laughs) Speaking of wine, we're going to get to our Wendy Rieger. We love Rieger countdown in just a minute. Yeah, there are definitely wine um, moments there, but uh, let's talk about Connecticut Avenue. No longer going both ways soon.
1: Yeah, Mayor Bowser made this announcement. Yes, (laughs) you like that, Tommy? (laughs) Both ways,
0: they 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 change it for Uh um,
1: rush hour. hour. What what does it mean? (laughs) Have you ever been down Connecticut Avenue during rush hour when it like? yes when it's, it's early changes and people are still going down because there's not like barriers it's just no. literally a lane change and maybe some lights
0: it's the honor system it's it,
1: it, it's terrifying it's terrifying i've seen that also on rock creek parkway the other day actually it was crazy this guy was going down and it was like already had changed anyway um it yeah it was insane at least rock creek has like barriers but he blew through it yeah and, and it, like it, park police it,
0: it, and lights <laughs> and yes yeah,
1: but he it didn't stop him. It was a little terrifying. I've anyway,
0: always wondered how tourists don't have like tourists who are not from here don't have like head-on right. collisions every day on, on Connecticut Avenue every right. single day.
1: Well, so that's going away, and I don't know exactly when it's going away, but the the idea is to help with bike lanes, which has been one of the mayor's uh, promises to get more bike lanes, and so that is happening on Connecticut, which, by the way, good luck if you're a biker on the bike lane in Connecticut Avenue because that's a crazy street, especially during rush rush hour.
0: I didn't realize it for bike. There are like moments yes. in which there are bridges that are four feet wide. Like there's like a, it's like a basically like a one lane covered bridge in parts of Connecticut Avenue.
1: Well, this is the Northwest part that we're referring to with switches that when they switch lanes.
0: Right. Okay. So above like yeah. Adams Morgan above yes. Calvert or whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and so, uh, 2023, that's when that's all going to go down and be completed. But she made this announcement yesterday. It's kind of crazy. Another end of an error. Like wow. you got The Dolly sign going down in Rehoboth and now Connecticut's not reversing lanes.
0: I do wonder why. Like they were planning this stuff. And so why when, you know, we were all in our homes for a year, we didn't do these things.
1: I think the um, if the mayor had come out in the middle of a pandemic, when well, she did <laughs> do some true. very questionable right? things <laughs> during the pandemic, and came out and said, you know what? Um, we're going to do Connecticut. But actually, during the pandemic, Connecticut Avenue did not reverse lanes anymore because there's not traffic so they had ah. stop that
0: i mean build um, the bike lanes why don't we build the bike lanes during that time but you're right mm-hmm. if mayor Bowser was like so we're really not sure when we're getting vaccines but also bike lanes you would have <laughs> probably yeah that's true it would not have gone very well that's yeah. true that makes sense. <laughs> well it's gonna so, be fun up and down connecticut avenue as they stop reversing the traffic and then put bike lanes in for a year and a half <laughs>
1: Right. I mean, so I, I got teenage drivers on my hands like there's enough to worry about. And now these bike lanes, I think they're great. I'm not going after the bike lanes, but it just adds a whole new level of awareness on the mm-hmm. streets.
0: Absolutely. Well, in theory, the bikes are in the bike lanes, then, which is good.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, that's exactly how it works.
0: That's what they do. That's what they're there for. Oh, that's, exactly oh, and that's what
1: they're there for. That doesn't mean that they stay there or follow traffic signals. You're I know, probably those, right. Yeah, those are my words, but we, no, saying. we
0: we just got a new bike lane in, in lower north I get lower northwest. I don't know what the hell we are. Um, on K Street, it's like a major thoroughfare across the city from one quadrant to the next quadrant, and we have this bike lanes on it, which is great. But also, there's no way for cars to get through either anymore. But I know the cars are the enemies. So, so we're we're doing our
1: thing. It's great, <laughs> saving the planet.
0: I'm that's fine I just think the Uber and Lyft drivers were in the cars and also the big brown cars that deliver packages those they don't give a whoop about bike lanes they just park in the street so ah, there we go just saying is all just saying is all no,
1: that's all right you should all, right. all
0: be involved in the uh in the bike lane or not the bike lane thing you know
1: what at least we have omicron to delay more office openings so i mean no <laughs> Kelly,
0: downtown is back you, you didn't get the press release it's fine everything's gonna be
1: oh you didn't hear the apple news then today
0: the apple news yeah
1: they um they're not going back to work for a while and then there was another company that came back said that and they've also closed down a bunch of stores because they have a bunch of Sick people. So, anyway, it's gonna be great. Everyone's opening up. Wait, wait.
0: <laughs> Apple didn't close the library store in DC, did they? Think-
1: no, that's not one. They did say okay. ones in Maryland. I don't know if it's the Bethesda one or the Annapolis one, but it's one of those.
0: All right. So as long as as long as our library store is open,
1: <laughs> for now, shut up.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? If Apple closes it, they've already like painted the building and like fixed the landscaping. So whatever. No, I'm not saying
1: like closing forever. I'm just saying for Omicron. So it's just it's we're just delaying.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Yeah, not forever. Wow, it's delayed.
0: Well, there we go. Yeah. Good thing I'm not the mayor.
1: Yep. Anyway, we we got more positive things to talk about. Yeah,
0: let's talk about Wendy Rieger. So, my goodness, she's she's getting out just as news is getting interesting. Uh, she's retiring on Friday from NBC Four, and uh, just so um, so much love and, and respect for her. She's been such a positive influence in in, in my life, and career and she's just amazing i could not love wendy rieger anymore possibly um and she spent so much time with us over the years and we like dug through the archives because we have archives and we went through them to uh to bring some of the of the favorite wendy rieger moments
1: hopefully she doesn't regret any of these
0: no, of course not. Um. So let's go back to because I think we should go chronologically because it also kind of chronicles her love life, which she's very happily married to an amazing man named Dan right now. Who uh, she's worked, a newlywed. Yeah, who worked at NBC Four with her for years. Um. That's where they met, and they both they, now they're both retired. Part of her Wendy's reason to be like to not renew her contract was. Dan's like at home every day, like going for walks, eating toast and like putting Instagram pictures of sunrises. And she's like, I, I can't I, I can't deal with this. I got to be part of this. Oh, um, but so when we talked to her, she was our um, our second guest when we when we started our digital adventure. We had Jose Andres and then Wendy Rieger the second day. And she told this story uh, around Halloween about slow dancing with a stranger. And I would love you to just just give it just give a listen.
2: What someone's grandmother once said, which always is sticks with me, is it takes a hell of a man to beat no man at all. You know, and wow. uh, and I'm at at this age I've been through many wars and <laughs> I'm really good by myself mm-hmm. and I've got I'm busy and I'm just really good by myself. And this thing I learned um the other day just on Halloween, just inadvertently. Uh, That I'm telling people about, and it's slow dancing with stranger. I was at uh, going to be a great story. (laughs) Yeah, whatever happens next. I was at at, uh, a pub out in uh, Rappahannock County. Were you in costume? Uh, uh, No, we had been dinner next door when, when we decided after dinner to go next door to. uh, uh, We were in Flint Hill. We thought we'd go next door to Griffin's Tavern, which is like I just love, love, love Griffin's Tavern. And I was there with, with some friends and we went in and it was everyone was in costume. It was Halloween and Griffin's Tavern is the absolute best in Flint Hill. And they always have live bands, you know, almost every night of the week, especially on the weekends. The bands are great. And I go in with uh, with a bunch of friends and some of them are couples and we're not in costume. And we are the one tenth of one percent not in costume. And we're there and the band's just rocking. And. It has been the end of the evening. I've had, you know, we've had wine and stuff. And there's a guy not in costume who's about 20 years younger than me. He's late 30s. He's standing by the door having a beer. And this great song, great slow dance song came on. What was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. But I'm a a fairly uh, extroverted. I I don't, I'm, I'm not timid at all. If I want something, I'll tell you. So my friends who were couples went all to the dance floor and I looked over and here's this guy. He was cute. And I look over and I just walked over and I said, do you want to dance? And he, sure. And he puts his beer down and we started slow dancing. And this was the bands playing this long slow dance. And he had a nice body. I remember his shoulders. He had a a kind of canvas coat on and, and it's just being in his arms and having his arms around me and our bodies just swaying. It wasn't dirty, wasn't sexual, but it was sensual. And we are tactile animals that need to be touched. And with between the music and the rhythm and just fe- the feel of him in my arms was wonderful. It was so wonderful. and. I kind of had an aha moment then. And the song ended. I looked at him and said, thank you. That was very nice. And he nodded. He went back to, picked up his beer. I went back to the bar, never talked to him again. We had one song, and I will never forget him. Wow. That makes sense.
0: So, are you gonna try to like? Are you gonna go back to Griffins and try to like? Maybe the slow diff stranger will swing by again.
2: No, because it it, it would. It's not supposed. He's not supposed to. It was supposed to only be that. And I think because I'm older, I understand that. I think young people today, although this is the hookup generation, but I, you know, I think you forget the the dance of 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 sensuality and the dance between two people who are attracted to each other there is a dance there so i would never go back and find him if he happened to be there you know depending you have to re- remember that the universe is giving you a lot of kismet moments mm-hmm. and once you get one you don't ask for more you savor that one and are, and give thanks
0: wow so, so darling i'm very deep you really are <laughs> very deep so are you so, so you... So, no, I'm not
2: dating anybody, yeah. and, uh, and I could <laughs> another slow
1: dance. <laughs> Winky wink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love her so much. I'm to think exactly when that was. That was 2019, like maybe spring of 2019?
0: No, she was our second guest on our second show, so it would have been like 2019. day 2019. Yeah. Well, no, okay. there wasn't a late day 2019. Scratch that. It would it was, have been like
1: oh, February of 2019.
0: February March, yeah. I love that you. Call spring February. You're so like <laughs> optimistic, Kelly. I appreciate that.
1: Oh yeah, she's uh, she she's great. And I it, yeah, and I don't. I was thinking about this while we were airing that interview. If she had any regrets of some of the stories that she told us as we're rebroadcasting them, but she really is a woman, uh, especially over the last couple of years. She, but even before her heart and her brain issues and, and mm-hmm. health scares, she already was like a very deep woman and kind of yes. lived her life with no regrets. So now more than ever so i I love that we're doing this
0: yeah let's get into the interview you had with her um after she had her open heart surgery do you want to talk about the election impulse control or gynecologist
1: um we're gonna do all
0: three but you can pick which order we go in
1: oh okay uh impulse control
0: okay so this is what she was talking about coming out of um, her heart surgery and like having to live a little bit cleaner basically
2: (laughs) we have to i think practice impulse control in all aspects of our lives, not only in what we're eating, but also in how we're speaking. I mean, right now there's, we're we're just out of control saying and doing anything we want. I think impulse control, practice it. Life requires some discipline and you'll feel better if you apply discipline, not only to how you eat and how you exercise and how you rest and be quiet and be still. And pay attention to not only your consciousness, but listen to your heart. Lie in bed at night, and, and you can hear it. It's boom, listen, listen to that. That's all you have. is something this big. It's the only thing keeping us alive.
0: Yeah, so How about that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Slow I down, know. peeps. Give it a I listen. Know.
1: And that 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 entire interview is is definitely on our archives. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe that was in February of twenty twenty one one. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, yeah. that woman has, quite, has had quite the year.
0: Well, and on that too, speaking of like your, your heart being this big, keeping you alive, she talks about um, the importance of, of getting your ish together and finding a, guy, a cardiologist.
2: I didn't know what it was. I didn't know I had it. I just knew my heart fluttered a lot for months. And I just thought it was everything, everything. Oh, my God, if if my toenail polish comes off, it's like, well, that's menopause, you know, it's ridiculous how brainwashed we women are to ignoring our bodies, except when we need Botox or fillers, you know, cosmetics. We care a lot about we see our dermatologists and our cosmetic people constantly. And I I bet a lot of women don't ever see a, a, a cardiologist. And seeing your doctor once a year and having them put a stethoscope on you—it's not enough. Women need to add a cardiologist is as important to a woman as a gynecologist.
1: Yeah, I have thanks to that interview. I now have a cardiologist. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I had a little heart scare earlier in the year, and but she just sort of like—I think she kicked a lot of butts with Mm -hmm. her being so vocal on on those issues. And we did that during uh, heart. Health Awareness Month.
0: I would imagine too. Any doctor that Wendy Rieger has uh, come in contact with has <laughs> she probably asked questions that they're not that used to. Like when she talked about talking to her cardiologist about um, well when she can get back on the sauce
2: after the election and the mishigash of that week in early November, and I'd been
1: I'd been one month
2: since my surgery. I texted my guy, my uh, cardiologist, and I said. This was Paul Massimiano. And I said, if ever there was a time we needed to drink, it's now, I got a drink. And he said, okay, go easy, (laughs) Uh, go easy in my world or go easy in a doctor's world. So, and he was pretty funny. He was very funny. At one point I said, can I have a half a glass of wine? He said, how big is the glass? And I thought, oh, well, (laughs) it's only this big. Right. It's all relative.
0: they're going to be talking about her at uh, conferences, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going through these uh, Wendy Rieger moments uh, on We Love Wendy Rieger Day, marketing your calendar, December 16th. We're celebrating it now every year. Uh, we recently spoke with her when she uh, went through and is going through her brain surgery. So she realized that she had a tumor around Cinco de Mayo, took care of her health, took charge of her health, got into um, the... an MRI, they got into a brain surgeon two weeks later, was having it removed by a top surgeon in the world, Pascal Zen in Pittsburgh. And the kind of tumor that she had, they like, they radiated it. And he went in and he removed as many like cells as he could with tweezers. And now she's in this uh, trial in Duke where they've actually made a vaccine that is specific to her body based on a a virus that she had when she was a kid And the hopes is that as the tumor tries to regrow, her body, because of this vaccine, will think that the tumor cells are actually this virus, and it will fight it off. That's a very simple way of putting it, but that was the best that she could describe to me, what she's working through in this uh, clinical trial. It's amazing. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And so we talked to her not long after she had had her brain surgery, was starting through chemo, and my goodness, uh, did she... (laughs) did she bring just more self-awareness and just more um more ways to to look at your own health talking about how you have to be able to read your body
2: the one thing that i do have that that i encourage people if you don't then make sure you develop it and fine-tune it i am a massively instinctive person and i don't know if that just became came from my upbringing but I'm instinctive uh, or just being in in journalism i i can read a room i can read my body i'm i can read a boyfriend it's like he's gonna break up with me in like the next thirty five minutes I can read anything
0: <laughs> she can that's her <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's, she's amazing and i and if you've seen her on the news lately um Know a lot of people were making fun of her online which i thought was not very nice but she's wearing glasses mm-hmm. um because it, it it you know she's because of her brain tumor yeah. and her brain health like the, the one the lights any lights are bother her but you can imagine in a television studio with all the lights mm-hmm. to you know on every angle that really helps her be able to to process that and, and do her job yeah, I talked to her about it. actually. I
0: was going into the newsroom on Tuesday and she was coming out and we, we met each other like in the parking lot and like hugged and like all the things and it was just so great to see her. She's doing awesome. She's like so pumped about, you know, her next chapter. And uh she was telling me about the glasses because I was like, "Okay, like what do they actually do though?" And she said that you know the 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 pink, the rose-colored glasses, they remove almost all of the blue in the lights that are hitting her and so that way her uh, the way it's processed um her her treatment was like right above her ocular nerve. And so that's why they're like extra sensitive about her eyes and and she was getting headaches and things like that. So that's what they do. They take like almost all of the blue light out of the uh, equation. Amazing. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Tommy, I just remembered, and I know we didn't pull it, but we also had another moment with her because I was thinking about when you hugged her and when you saw her in the parking lot, when Mm -hmm. we did that uh, Christmas video when we were on the radio. Remember here at the house when you guys shared a bottle of wine together?
0: Yes, we, we did a uh, a video um about uh, it was our Christmas card, it was our it was our holiday dreams. Yes and um uh, mine was a date with Wendy Rieger. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it when,
2: work. when I came Chris out of the closet,
0: off. she was like, Was it me? And I was like, Yeah, Wendy, that, that's how I knew.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's 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 a good egg. Mm-hmm.
0: Totally, totally um yeah we gotta find that actually i I know it's like hidden somewhere in the in like the bowels of our youtube channel i I know we can find it
1: Yes, we can we can find that for sure
0: i forgot about that oh my gosh that was amazing that's where we learned about how important uplights are (laughs) (laughs) yes They are truly important if you are going to create video. <laughs> just, just put, we'll just leave it at that.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh, Wendy, we'll miss seeing you every day. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's nice to hear that she's feeling better and, and going to live her life.
0: Yep, absolutely. And actually, speaking of that, um, she had another conversation with her oncologist about drinking.
2: <laughs> Although my, my oncologist goes, could you stay off the heart stuff just for another month? what if I allow you two glasses of wine a day? It's like, you give me two a day, I'm going to take four, but deal, deal. (laughs) Let's do this.
1: She's great.
0: Um, I have two more from that interview that I think are a really great way to wrap up uh, our conversation about Wendy Rieger. So we talked about her still dancing with a stranger, talked about her boyfriend's leaving her. And then we talked about, um, or her leaving them, and we talked about Dan, her husband, uh, and she told us the story. We didn't realize Wendy was getting married again, uh, and then she told us on that interview that she was, and actually how hard it was—not like emotionally, but to physically get married during
2: pandemic. I'm gonna marry him. What? What? Holy crap! What? Wait, breaking <laughs> news. Wait a minute. What are you? <laughs> I'm marrying his ass. Don't tell him. I'm going to do it when he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll he'll so- never agree. <laughs> After seeing me go through all of this because <laughs> I've had some anger issues. That's the other thing. You do get angry about, you know, the the uh, stuff. I've had, you know, I'm 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 not a subtle calm shy woman. So, uh, you know, Uh, He has seen the bonfires of Wendy Rieger burning throughout this. (laughs) And, uh, but no, yeah, no, he's great. So we're, we're, we're going to get married.
1: Oh my God. Mm. Do do we know when this is happening?
2: As soon as we can find an, a, a county court that is open, believe me, it is impossible right now to get anyone to marry you on a Saturday. And he doesn't want to take a day off work i don't blame him it's just me and i, I wouldn't take a day off work to marry me either
1: no it's just we
0: can find a judge or a governor or somebody to show up on a saturday
2: <laughs> thank you make it out kind of close to rappahannock yeah but no everyone you got to jump you got to go and because of covid you got to get the marriage license and then you gotta and then you gotta get on a docket and you gotta go back in and turn it back in and then they gotta then they got to do this and then they got to do that but they're only doing it between like you know 11 15 and twelve o five 05 on uh the third wednesday of uh during a full moon it is that ridiculous it is impossible to get married in the mid-atlantic i am not kidding you impossible <laughs> can't do it and we just need a you know, you know, do you, do ya, do ya, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Where do I sign? Here's your 35 bucks. Is there a good diner nearby? That's how I get married. Wait, Wendy,
1: do you hear this? This is so crazy. You found, is there,
2: does anyone make good blueberry pancakes? That's all Dan and I care about, you know? You, you
1: found the best neurosurgeon in the world to give you surgery, but you can't find a Saturday to get married. I can't buy, I can't find
2: anyone that will open their doors on a Saturday to marry us no <laughs> so we're thinking of running up one morning before work um it's just but even around montgomery county you got to take your divorce papers in. i don't even know mine are 30 years old i have no idea where my divorce papers are they're it's signed written. correct yes
0: okay yes <laughs> i forged i
2: forged both names because my husband was traveling with clinton at the time and i called him and said i'm forging your name on the divorce papers he was like Do I get rid of you? Yeah, then please. Please. Godspeed.
0: I had forgotten about that moment until I was like listening back.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) I want to know who her ex-husband was.
1: (laughs) I'm sure if you dig deep enough, you could find it. Or yeah. maybe she'd be happy to tell you. I don't know.
0: I, I, I'll, I'll shoot her a text. I'm, I'm sure she'd be happy to tell me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and just one more that we wanted to share was uh, she has been like posting a lot of, of her journey and like using the hashtag chasing life, which I think is incredible and in what she's setting out to do. Talking about Wendy Rieger on this new, um, this new adventure for her after tomorrow when she retires from NBC4, um, she is going... Alert! They did find someone to marry them, so that's great. Yes, um and this was a, a just a wonderful moment with rigor
2: So the other day, we go out to the mountain home every weekend to heal and just to and, and to mow the lawn. I mowed the lawn the other day. You mow and lawn? just just to just to be <laughs> outside and just to be in the mountains because it's it's just different. And she said, "Are you going out to your mountain home?" And we had just come back from Duke, and we were tired of being in the car. And we said, "No." And she said, "Why not?" And we said, we're tired of being in the car. And she goes, how far? Anyway, (laughs) she said to me, she goes, I have no science. I have no data. I only have my experience. But she said, the people who survive this are the ones who say F you to their disease and go live their life and do everything as if they did not have this. What would you be doing if you did not have this? If you were perfectly well, what would you be doing? And she said, you see that sunshine out there? And She pointed to the window and she goes, I need you to go run out there and go run around and live your life because those are the people who survived this by saying F you to this and ignoring it because I believe your brain and your body will believe you. If you act like you're not sick, they will believe you. And she said, just go get on with your life and leave all of your disease in the radiation room with the linear accelerator, leave it on the floor and then go, go get your life. So I looked at Dan and Dan said, wow, I <laughs> guess we just got to start chasing life. And I said, yeah. And I said, I'm going back to work. You know, she was saying, don't baby yourself. Do not be a victim. Stop acting. Don't act like you're sick. It was amazing. And that's when the chasing life thing came to me because she just, she, I thought she was gonna throw me out the window, it was like, oh, can I just use the door? I'll do it, can I just go out the door? I don't wanna crawl through the window. Oh my God, I thought this woman was gonna just throw me out the window, but it was, isn't that great? And that's also advice I think that goes for people who are stuck in something, they may not have a, a disease, but they're stuck in life, you cannot succumb to what you think is ailing you. And we embrace that. In fact, Dan has a new thing that I'm getting t-shirts made up and it's called press play. We're just going to press play. And we decided, we got in the car, went out to the mountain home. I mowed the lawn. I said, I'm going to mow the lawn because why not? And uh, we decided to act like This is not
0: happening. I love that advice. And obviously she's under like the best care of the best doctors, but I love that advice of having mindset and just going after life.
1: Chasing life. Mm -hmm. And what she said about uh, F you to her disease and and to her sickness, she won't give the type of um, brain tumor uh, a name. Yeah. Uh, She won't, she won't say you'll never hear her. If you ask her, she'll never, ever. And that's part of the whole mantra of just like, I'm not going to even justify it mm-hmm, with, mm-hmm. with uttering the type of um, tumor that I have. I mean, she's an amazing woman
0: through that. And what's incredible too, about getting uh, this moment to like celebrate her and look back as she looks forward with her retirement. Uh, we have not heard the last of Wendy Rieger and I'm excited <laughs> to see what, what goes on with her now that, once she retires and uh, the the positivity she's going to put into the universe.
1: Um, You know, Tommy, she's invited us out to Rappahannock multiple, multiple times. And we're always like, yeah, we'll get there. And we never have done that.
0: I know. I'm down. Sounds great. How, how's next weekend? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think we have to see if the invitation still stands. And that's Christmas is <laughs> next weekend. But yeah. also that right.
0: She's got a ball and chain now. So we'll see if Dan will have us out there. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, there you go. That's a good chasing life moment. If Wendy Rieger invites you to her mountain house, damn it, you should take her up on it.
1: For don't sure. do do it.
0: <laughs> and um, as you're running around with your adventures, you can always listen back to our past episodes. If you're just trying to find inspiration and uh, guidance for life, you can do that as well. <laughs> or you know what? Screw it. Don't listen to our past episodes, but do swing by. Give us a like, give us a comment and uh, five stars because apparently that's important in the end. You know what? You know, d- don't do that. Whatever. Who cares? Don't share the podcast. <laughs> Don't give us a good review. Just go out and live your damn life,
1: people. Yeah, chase life.
0: Yeah, forget it. Forget (laughs) it. We don't even care. Screw you, (laughs) podcast platforms.
1: On that note, we'll see you next time.